Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of All in Tech. I hope you guys are doing great. Thank you. I just want to start off with a thank you because we just got our Spotify wrapped for this podcast. And let's just say that the podcast has been growing tremendously. So I just want to say thank you for listening for listening to me talk and ramble and uh yeah, just go off. Um thank you for putting up with my voice. I mean, who knew? Um Thank you for the time that you spent listening to this podcast. It means a lot. Uh, we've been growing in followers, growing in streams as well. And so I just want to say thank you to everyone who listens. Shout out to you guys. You guys were amazing. Thank you so much. I found out actually in the Spotify wrapped that uh, I think there was one. It was Australia. Australia, thank you so much for your listening. You guys were my most top-streamed country, that you guys were the most listeners. I just want to say thank you so much. Um, out of the 37 countries, Australia came on top, and I just want to say thank you because, seriously, it means a lot that you guys um, listen to this podcast. I love talking about tech, and to really see that other people enjoy it coming from me is pretty cool. I, I definitely never really pictured this ever happening you know this was never a thought in my mind until i started podcasting and i was just like you know why not try something and crazy how far it's you know it's been going and how far it's growing uh so thank you so much for all your support it means the world so today we're talking about the samsung galaxy tab a9 plus so this one is the plus model this will be the bigger version slightly uh, to the A9 that we talked about last week. So let's go ahead and talk about this Galaxy Tab A9. All right, so this was announced alongside it back in October, and it was released October 17th. Um, moving on to the weight, we do have 480 grams of weight, or around 1.06 pounds for those here in the states um i would say very light tablet again very transportable um and so moving on to the display we do have an 11 inch tft lcd display 90 hertz refresh rate which is pretty crazy for a tablet uh of this price range and so to see 90 hertz is i think it's adding extra value. Like I'm telling you, Samsung has a way of making the best displays per the range that they're in, in terms of pricing. And so to add 90 Hertz, I mean, obviously it's not like the best display. TFT LCD is not like the best in the world, obviously. Um, especially at this kind of budget range, you do have less effort being put into the screen as it is. And so to add 90 Hertz really just brings a little bit more uh, better user experience because 90 hertz, as we've seen, it adds a lot more fluidity to the display and it really creates a lot uh, more of a happiness in, in, in the person because you do have a better feeling tablet. It doesn't feel necessarily as slow as you would have uh, without that 90 hertz because 60 hertz I mean, it's, it's okay, but it's so noticeable on budget phones and tablets. So to have 90 hertz, I feel like that emphasizes the experience of um, 
not so cheap, you know? It, it gives off a little bit more expensive-ish, you know? And so I love how 90 Hertz is slowly making it into budget phones and budget tablets. Uh, this is actually, I think, the first time I've seen a higher refresh rate on a tablet of this price. I mean, I don't know if this is the first, but it definitely is a first for me seeing this. Um, moving on, we do have a 1200 by 1920 resolution and a 16 by 10 aspect ratio, 80 to 80.9 screen to body ratio. So overall, a really big screen, a very nice expansive screen. Obviously, it's not borderless like we have on the more higher end tablets, but this is still a really respectable screen to body ratio. Moving on to the platform, we do have Android 13 with One UI 5.1. So we do have the latest in the software side of things. So that's always nice to have. On the chipset, we do have the Snapdragon 695, which is a very interesting one. I don't think I've ever mentioned this one. The 695 5G, which is a, I would say it's a 600 series chipset. It's not flagship. It's more like budget flagship kind of processor. It's kind of um, something that would be around $600 ish, $500. So this is a really decent uh, chipset. Snapdragon obviously makes some great uh, processors and it's not something that they're really known for being slow or anything. Uh, the 700 series is where you get like, I would say the best performance to price ratio because those 700 processors are actually really nice. I've had my personal experience with those 700 and it's almost basically touching the 700 series. So I would say it's pretty uh, respectable performance. Moving on to the GPU, we do have the Adreno 619. Again, solid GPU, nothing to complain about necessarily. Uh, moving on to the memory. So we do have expandable memory, a dedicated slot on the outside. And we have two options for internal configurations. 64 gigabytes of storage with four gigs of RAM, or you could go for double that, 128 gigabytes of storage and eight gigabytes of RAM. I would personally go with that one just because it has more playroom for the system and operating system to kind of just uh, use a little bit of more storage and kind of play out very nicely rather than being kind of cramped with that 64 gigabytes of internal storage, especially that RAM, four gigabytes of RAM is starting to become a little bit of a joke nowadays because it's practically nothing. Um, moving on, we do have a main camera for those who do care. We do have an eight megapixel sensor, uh, 1080p recording at 30 frames per second. And we do have a selfie camera, five megapixel sensor with 1080p, 30 frames per second recording. Not the most impressive, you know, specs on cam uh, on, you know, on this tablet, but even on the highest end tablets, um, you don't tend to have those kind of flagship, full on everything uh, camera features on board because it's just who, I mean, realistically, who would take a tablet and take a picture? I know you guys have heard me complain about this before, but it's just, it's something that kind of bothers me. Like I've, I've been playing nice for the past couple of episodes, but why, just why? It's highly inconvenient in my opinion. Like, if you want to transfer your photos, like, that's fine. You know, Galaxy smartphone, you take pictures, you send it to your Galaxy tablet, you can use it as a little storage. That's perfectly fine. But taking, like, pictures directly from the tablet, it just doesn't make sense when your phone has a higher quality sensor, has 
two or three lenses and has a better selfie camera, honestly. It just it doesn't make sense. But I mean, if you do it, that's fine. I don't know you, so I won't have to see you take pictures with it. But no, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Everyone does what they do. Um, moving on. We do have stereo speakers, four speakers on board, which is very nice. Stereo speakers, you know, it's really rare you get kind of like the stereo setup with budget tech in general. And so to see that, very nice. I would say stereo speakers should be kind of like a standard feature on all phones and tablets just because it adds a very nice experience, again, for the consumer because you do get louder speakers, more immersive audio. It just makes the phone or tablet better. Uh, out of the box. We do have th a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack for those who care. Uh, we do have Bluetooth 5.1. We have support for Wi-Fi, GPS, no NFC, and we have USB Type-C 2.0. So not the latest, but it's still USB Type-C. And we do have the battery. So the battery is a pretty big 7,040 milliamp hour battery. And it is only supported by 15 watts of wired charging. One thing that's kind of always intrigued me, like I get why it's not on it, but at the same time, I don't understand why it's not on it, uh, is wireless charging. I feel like tablets could do wireless charging, just put like a little wireless coil the same size as the phone, that way you don't have to like buy a separate wireless charger for your tablet. But at the same time, I'm like, who's going to wirelessly charge their tablet? Like, it's just this big thing and... You're most likely going to place it on somewhere where you have space. And, uh, you know, it just makes more sense to just plug it in. But I don't know. I just feel like it should be there for those who want it. You know, as an option, it's obviously not like a practical thing because a lot of the wireless chargers are really small. And usually they're on a, on a table where there's stuff around it. And so a tablet isn't going to fit on it, which I guess, you know, makes sense why they don't have it. But I don't know. Just... A curiosity of mine. Anyway, we do have two colors, actually three colors, graphite, silver, and navy. So the same as, I believe, the Galaxy Tab A9, the normal base model. So, yeah, this one, I would say just another great tablet, you know, budget tablet. Maybe, you know, gift it as a... Um, you know, something like as a little gift for someone, you know, kids specifically, this will always be a very good option because kids will break things and you don't want them breaking an $800 tablet. So I would recommend going for like a two to 300 one, even a $100 one, like the Galaxy Tab A7 Lite, I think it is. That one, more than enough, you know, uh, I think most kids are going to like that. They, they just watch their shows and maybe games, but that's really it. Um, if you do have any doubts, no, the S Pen is not supported. Uh, S Pen support is usually saved for tablets around 400 or more. Um, everything from, I believe, the Galaxy Tab S6 Lite uh, or S6 in general, all the way up until now, the more flagship to mid-range kind of tablets, those are the ones that are going to have S Pen support. So this one has no S Pen support, neither does the A9. Mainly, it sticks to the more flagship. So the Galaxy Tab S series, those are going to be the ones that are going to most likely always going to have 
S Pen support. So if you are looking for that, you are going to have to spend a little bit more money. Um, I saw recently on Black Friday, you actually had a really crazy deal. $200 for the 2022 Galaxy Tab S6 Lite, which is their updated version. It has a faster processor, and that's basically it. But that processor does a huge difference because I bought it. And so I bought the Tab S6 from 2022, and it's an incredible uh, tablet. I do love using it. It's my, my little PC uh, substitute because I do have my uh, laptop downstairs. So we do have a little bit of a studio setup, and so I do use my tablet as kind of like a monitor. But we are getting a proper monitor uh, soon. But regardless, we do have um, an excellent tablet. It was $200 off its price, which is around uh, normally around $250. So you got $50 off. And honestly, for $200 or even $250, this is still a great tablet to go buy. Uh, if you find one open box, even better because you get a better discount. Um, definitely don't always go for the budget options because you also have a bunch of flagship options that have, you know, they're like a year or two old and they've gone down significantly in price because that's just the nature of Samsung tablets or Samsung phones in general. They deplete in value like a rock, uh, which is great for those who buy it secondhand or really bad if you buy it firsthand, you know, like if you buy it right out of the right when it's new. So um, I would recommend getting a refurbished or secondhand one, you know, like that. But um, if you don't, that's perfectly fine. You could go ahead and see if you can find a good deal on this one. But that was it for this episode. I will see you guys maybe next week or maybe next year. I don't know because, um, you know, vacation plans are in the talks. So I don't know what's going on. But if this is the last time I see you this year, thank you so much for a fantastic year. And let's keep this up in 2024. Sayonara, 2023. As always, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.